The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Angels, all things paranormal. This is Angel Talk. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Drum Roll, please. The 100th episode of Angel Talk. Oh, my goodness, we have made it, and you all have been here along the way, and my heart is outpouring with gratitude. Oh, can we just relish in this moment together and just feel all the layers of times that we have shared in all the cakes and celebrations and all the other lifetimes that we have created milestones together before. Mm, Let's just pile all those together and say congratulations to each other and thank you, thank you, thank you. To celebrate, I have someone very special with us today. Welcome, Julia Cannon. Hi. Hi, and that is so sweet. That is such an honor to be here on that momentous occasion. (laughs) That is so cool. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to celebrate that with you. (laughs) Oh, I'm just so happy, happy, happy to have you here. That's a cool idea, isn't it? That we celebrate now in this moment. And to wonder how many other times we are celebrating right now and other layers where we're celebrating together. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) All right. I have this beautiful bio I'm going to share. Here we go. Julia Cannon was born in Hutchinson, Kansas to Johnny and Dolores Cannon. Johnny was a career Navy man, so they moved frequently and she had the advantage of an open-minded upbringing. She was raised with the understanding that psychic phenomenon and metaphysics were commonplace, and she was always exploring new avenues of growth. Julia Cannon became a registered nurse and worked in intensive care and home health for the duration of her 20-plus career. She then decided to explore other aspects of the healing profession and is trained in reconnective healing and Dolores Cannon's quantum healing hypnosis technique, QHHT. Her healing energy has taken on its own dimension and has formed into something she calls light casting. Intuitive lights come from the hands to direct energy where it is needed to balance any deficiencies in the body. This balancing may be happening on the physical, mental, and or spiritual level. While she is working in someone's energy field, she gets intuitive messages or impressions of what is happening and what is needed to help the person bring about their healing. This, as well as the messages from her mother's QHHT sessions, led to the writing of her book, Soul Speak, The Language of Your Body, and now the Soul Speak certification online course where the secret language of our bodies is finally revealed and translated. Because of her nursing background, Julia Cannon brings a soothing mix of compassion, 
human body understanding and intuition to her work. Mmm, Julia, you are a goddess. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> wow. You make it sound really good. <laughs> <laughs> it's all you, baby. It's all you. <laughs> I also feel your mom here. Hi, Dolores. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> That's great. I would not be surprised. <laughs> Completely. That's nice. Tell us about Soul Speak. Soul Speak, this came out of, it's really, so like I said, it came out of the, the QHHT. Mom started getting, Mom Dolores Cannon, she started getting information in her sessions. After it went through all this long process of developing, it got to this place where she was accessing like the source of all knowledge. And and people were coming in with aches and pains. I mean, she, in these sessions she does, it's hypnosis. And you're putting people in and they're coming to her for all kinds of things, you know, First, she was doing past life regression and everything, but then people were coming in with aches and pains and ailments. And so they got to this part and that higher self was, or whatever, that's what we're calling it because we didn't really know what it was, but it's like, it's telling her, well, this is going on. She's like, you know, they're having this issue physically. And it's like, well, what's going on? And they said, oh, well, it's because whatever. And it, everything started being, there's a reason for it. It wasn't because they had a tennis accident or they had this, it was because there's something, there's an underlying reason. And, and she started coming home to me and it's like, this is what I'm learning. Oh, that makes so much sense. And I, I loved it. It was vibrating with every piece of me that it, it's like a language. And so she's like, well, this, and, and so she had like several, maybe five or eight that, you know, we had compiled just from the sessions. I'm like, well, this means this, and this means this, which and it totally made sense how it was working. I thought then, this might mean this, and this might mean that. So you know, I'm kind of figuring out a translation of it. And then people, you know how people, you go meet them or you see them in a, once in a while, and the first thing, you you know, how you doing? And everybody loves to tell you all about their aches and pains and all their issues. <laughs> That's right? so true. <laughs> and, you know, and they're doing that, and I'm like, and so my mind, because now it's like trying to figure this little code out. It's not like that's what it feels like. It's a code. And so I'm thinking, okay, well, does that mean, are you having issues in this part of your life? And they're like, how did you know? Are you psychic? I'm like, no, you're transparent. Your body is yelling. It's screaming these things, you know? And so then I thought, huh, there's something to this. <laughs> and this was happening over and over and over again. So then, then we're in classes and, and mom's teaching about how these parts, they, they have meanings. It's all, it's messages from their body. And this is the higher self coming in and doing, because this is part of the session. This is what you're going to encounter. And so they're like, well, have you written a book on it yet? And, and so, oh, no, no, I don't have time to write another book. <laughs> I've got all these books. And I'm in the back of the room. I was working, I was a support person doing, you know, my work back there. And I'm literally getting a hit on the back of the head. And there's, I'm in the back of the room. I mean, there's nobody behind me, but I'm getting like this. And I'm like, what? And they're like, this is your book. That's your book to write. I'm like, what, uh, what do you mean? And so I went to her after, went to mom afterwards. I'm like, okay, I'm getting this message <laughs> that I'm supposed to write this book, but it's your information that you're getting. So how about we write it together? And she's like, oh no, this is your book. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> and so... And that, that actually is my story, is my story of resistance of, you know, I'm getting all these messages constantly to do this. And I resisted, resisted, resisted. And so, 
And I tell that one because a lot of people do that. We get these messages. We're being told to do things, yet we resist. And I did that until, and I, it took me seven years to write this book. It's not a big book, but it's seven years of me resisting until they finally, at the sixth year, they said, okay, you have one year. I'm like, what do you mean? They said, one year. And if you don't do it, we're giving it to someone else. I'm like, what, 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 wait, it's mine. It's mine. You said it was mine. <laughs> so that, see, they know how to talk to you. They know what gets you. They know what motivates you. That motivated me. And and a year later, it was published. Wow. <laughs> you know, and once I sat down and really started going with it, it started flowing. I was just in a place where I thought, you know, if you want me to write this book, you'll just give me it, the information. It'll just hand it to me. Mm -hmm. Well, that's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. So, Who's yeah. they? They is that higher self, that oversoul, that whatever it's that. When I say we, we contact that source of all information, they, it comes through as a collective and they even refer to themselves as we many times. So I just refer to them as they in my own sessions. When the first time I encountered them, oh my gosh, my body is buzzing like crazy. The first time I encountered them, it was like a, a group of beings behind me. It felt like eight beings, but that was, they were behind me. And I think the, the symbology of that was like, we got your back, but I made the association right at that time. It's like, oh, this is who I'm always hearing. This is who I'm feeling. This is whatever. This is the ones that I'm communicating with. I was able to make that association. But that's another reason I call them they, because they were a group. Yes. You're collecting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. In what ways or how do you remember your mom supporting you as you wrote your books? Oh, she was right there. She was helping me edit and everything like I would. I, and but the beginning because my part of my problem was like I had two different areas that I wanted to address this. I, I had a certain set of material and then I had from my nursing vantage point, I wanted to do the body and do all the body systems and body parts and things. So I knew that section, but then I had this other material. I'm like, I'm not sure how to connect them. I don't know what to do. How do I merge them? And so she was giving me guidance, just feedback mostly. It was just like I could just bounce things off of her. And she's like, she old school cut and paste. Literally, you cut paper and you do. I had tables full of stuff, just pieces of paper everywhere. And so I just kept doing that and then gradually pulling it together. And why I was having that conundrum, if you look at the book today, it's in two parts. Mm. That's how it was. You have this one set of material and that's how they fit together is part one and part two. Amazing. Bingo. <laughs> Amazing. But yeah, it all blends and it works. <laughs> And does this, do you feel that when you, I want to say, when you submitted, when you decided to go with the, the collective and say, all right, I'm in, I'm going to do this. Do you feel like that collaboration truly began and they made it somewhat easy for you to get the book written? Yeah, once I, exactly, it probably was a commitment point. It's as soon as I sat down, it was like, I'm I'm expecting them to just hand it to me. I was expecting epiphanies at 3 a.m. or something like that. I mean, I would get some information when we were doing classes and they kept doing this tapping thing. Every single class they were doing that. This is your book. And then they would give me some information. I'm like, oh, and I'm writing these notes very quickly. 
And then what I started noticing is every class, they were giving me the same information. If I look at my notes, it's the same information. I'm like, okay, this must be important. This has got to go in there. Okay. And that was kind of giving me a little of the design as well. But as soon as when they give me that one year point, and then I sat down, I'm like, okay, I just got to do something, do something, stop waiting for all of this to just magically appear and be done for me make some movements, do anything. And that's when I started, okay, pulling all these pieces and what, what looks, I just started doing anything. And then it started flowing. Then I went into my writing. It just started flowing. You have to do something. You have to actually do some physical work and then it will come. I mean, I feel like that book was pretty much channeled. It was pretty much guided all the way through, but I had to actually do the beginning steps. I had to, I had to put the pieces together. I had to you know, they won't just go, oh, here. <laughs> that's not that my experience. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, same, same. I would love it if you could talk to us about New Earth. Hmm. That is a subject that comes up often in my atmosphere through clients and friends. Could you define New Earth for us? Yeah, let me ask you a question. When you say new earth, are we talking about 5D? Yes. Okay, all right. And this this does come up a lot, and I might not give the answer that people want or that they expect. Don't um, edit. Okay, <laughs> okay. Just because, go. <laughs> all right, because this is something that I was told back in 2011. Mm-hmm. 2011, I was told, you're already there. It's already, you know, you're here, you're there. What are you wanting? You want some big bang? You want something? I mean, you're already here. You will see it when you believe it. Yes. And and that's where, and I keep when people, well, when are we going to get there? Are they going to come pick us up and take us there? When do we actually travel? What, you know, what's happening? It's like, you're already here. No, we can't be here because I still see X, Y, and Z. And it's like, because that's what you're putting out there. You're in your filter. Absolutely. You're seeing what you expect to see. And so that's what you're doing. And you will see, you, like I said, you will see the new earth when you believe you're at the new earth and it will all shift for you. As long as you believe that you're not, then you're going to see the same stuff that you've always seen. I know it's everything originates here. It originates with our thoughts, our words, our deeds, our beliefs. That's how we create. And that's where we're at. If you don't believe we haven't already shifted, talk about manifesting. Yes. We, we can do things that we never believed we could do before. We know we can do these things. That's part of this vibration, this frequency, is us learning how to do these things. So That's is it possible in the old 3D world? <laughs> is it possible then for someone to vacillate between the 5D new earth and then back again? Yes, absolutely. I like to look at it as like we have, you know, our dimensions we have all these dimensions just stacked on top of each other. They're always here. You have 3D. You have, we've been vacillating for a long time, just getting our feet wet, kind of going, you know, up and we get, we just moving around them just to kind of feel the vibration. But we're not, we weren't in that vibration long enough or we weren't ready for it. So it's like we couldn't sustain it. We can't stay there. And so then we come back. Well, then, And then we just keep on, keep on. That's done with our choices that we make. We choose high vibrational things, you know, or whatever. We make high vibrational decisions that moves us into that realm. And then something else happens, fear, drama, whatever. We get pulled back in, you know, it's like, okay, that's this. 
business that we're doing. But what I like to, what I feel is happening rather than this is we're doing more of this, if that makes sense. See, it's like a more of a higher, we're not always, we don't come back to the same level. Like if this is 3D, let's say 5D is up here. We were, you know, to do this, I mean, you're always coming back to the same level. But let's look at 3D and 5D like this, or like this, we're coming up and we're always improving. Does that make sense? Yeah. So for our, so since podcast, because you and I are talking on video, so, okay. oh, so okay. we're just our <laughs> listeners. Yeah. <laughs> so let, let's explain just for the ears. <laughs> Yeah. So we're always on an incline. We're always increasing, always in Always increasing. So when we come back down, we don't go back down to the level that we were before. We we come, we vacillate, we come down, but not to that degree. It's always higher. And then we're always going higher. We're never starting over. No. Mm -mm. We're always, yeah. And then eventually... See, then we'll start seeing that and feeling that higher vibration more and more. But we'll always, because that's that's just who we are. We're cyclic beings, you know. That's just what it does. But it's we kind always of like when video games were first invented. Well, not when they were first invented, but remember when you had video games and you'd work so hard and you'd die and you had to go to the beginning. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then at one point they fixed it so when you die, you didn't have to go to the beginning. Oh, that's you could cool. Save, and you did. Oh. I didn't yeah. have to go to the beginning. I could just go back to left off. That's where we and are. I, and I love comparing things to the video games because that's re- really what it's like. I, in fact, I call Earth Game Board Earth. Because yes, it, it's I just teach like that too. Game Board Perfect. Earth. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. that's what I teach too. I think I got that from your mom or maybe you. Actually, probably or me. Maybe them. I, I, probably maybe, you. Maybe them. I know I did. I just started calling it Game Board Earth. We did it to get you talking about the new Earth, and then I started getting this visual or this stuff about Game Board Earth. And so I did a talk on that. And then she might have started using that phrase after that. It's like we, it was fun. I'm not saying it's mine, it's hers. It's I not. think I got it from you guys. Much together, yes. You know, so. Yes, because I, no, I, I hear myself I mean, saying that. Yeah. There's probably no patent on it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, thank you, because it it falls out of my mouth often. It makes perfect sense. And it's exactly. not to yeah. wash out the importance of this life because this is sacred. It's very important. And also it helps us realize we are creating it. We're creating the parameters. Absolutely. But I, I feel like it, it helps us. It's a great analogy for what's going on. If you can compare it to that, because we can understand, because we can be objective with a game. Yes. Yes. And then like, oh, okay, well, that's like what we're doing here. Oh, okay. And you should, yeah, we're going through these levels and we're moving and growing and, and oh my gosh, then something happens and, you know, then we kind of go back down, but we don't now. I love it that they've shifted the game to where we don't go all the way back. <laughs> yes. Very empowering. Yeah. I love yeah. that idea. But I love what you said about this is very sacred because it is. This is the life that we're focused on. We have many, many, many lives that we've had or we are having simultaneously. But this is the one that we are focused on. Our consciousness is focused on. So this is the one that's precious to us. right? Yeah, I hear the angels calling it the core lifetime. This is the core lifetime. And I like that. That feels really juicy and nice. The core lifetime. It's neat. No, that's a big deal. <laughs> I had a session one time and in fact, that's what I'll call it sometimes. It's like I've had this session and it was trying to explain. It's like it went to this 
part, it was like, it's like this holding place or something. It was holding all this information and that's what fed, it feeds down to like these lives and then we feed back energy back up and they kept saying, this is your core. This is your core. Whoa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so that's sometimes all afraid. It's like, yeah, that's, you have, we have our core. Yes. <laughs> so That's awesome. But, but it makes sense if they're saying this is your core lifetime. It could be because this, I feel like this is the one that's getting so much awareness. Mm-hmm. We're, look how we're waking up. We're doing so much in this one. So that could be where the now this one feeds goes off I mean I just know the visual I know what I was seeing and it was like that core is what fed and was it was like all this information was going back and forth from the core throughout history dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success join creative artist Valerie June Aisha Ophelia Jacqueline Suskin and Sarah Walco for the power of radical imagination a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Yes, and, and they've been also saying that when, when we have these other layered lifetimes that we can that we can go into through our meditations, we can go into that quantum realm. Right. If we, that's all well and good. And when we are well in this core lifetime and our wake time, mm-hmm. we are healing those other layers of us. Yes. So it's important that, that we are good to people here mm-hmm. and that we are conscious of our health, physical, spiritual, emotional. Right. And I find that really important because, boy, when I go into meditation, it feels so good. I could just stay there all the time. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, Rach, reel it back because healthier I am as a person, I know I'm helping all those other layers. So, yeah, core health mm-hmm. is important because I know I'm healing all those other layers of me. Where we used to think, right, that that's past lifetime. So, well, that's gone and done. Boy, right. it's not true anymore. We know better that there's... It's like records still going around that Holocaust mm-hmm. me is still resonating. Mm-hmm. Medieval me still resonating. Yeah. And exactly. I can feel those versions of me. Absolutely. It's not, it's not, we're doing it from, like you said, from this point though, we're not doing it like, I need to heal you. I need to heal you. I need to heal you. It's True. not like that. It's you, you are working on you. And by doing that, it naturally flows out to these other ones. That's those values, those, whatever, those, those factors and it teaches them. Did you ever read the Seth books? No. It's from the, well, this is something from like, this is part of my early development. I think they were written in the 70s, maybe late 70s, early 80s. Anyway, but this is back, I mean, my brain, it was like, it was like mom's convoluted universe books back then. And I, it was really, really difficult to grab the concepts that were in there. And yeah, this, it was this, the Seth books is this woman channeled this being called Seth. And so oh, I've heard of. Yes. yes. Anyway, they were just so complex for my brain. I couldn't. Oh, it was so hard. It would give me headaches. <laughs> and, and I only got I got so far. And then I, I remember the last visual that I had because I, I always see pictures like they'll, they'll create a picture or something. And I get, oh, OK, I, I understand that. The last thing he talked about was this 
see-through game board, okay? And it was like with several layers on this game board and, and moves here would affect moves on other layers. What he was talking about was simultaneous time. And I'm Boy. like, back then, I mean, because we're talking, that's a long time ago. You think about it, it's like almost 50 years ago, 45 anyway. And our brains did not have, our minds did not have the capacity to handle that concept. And I, I just had to stop everything. I could not read any more of that. It was like that. I can't do it. But now it's like, that's no problem. I get the visuals. I understand. I even know how I, I draw pictures of how to explain simultaneous time. And I totally get the see-through playing board. You know, It's like, of course this happens, but that's what we need. Moves we make here affect these other layers, these other timelines, whatever you want to call it, these other lives. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now that we know that, how, how powerful we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fascinating. Absolutely. Story. Well, and that's what I'm always, that's like something I always want to say is we are great and powerful beings. We just forgot. And these things are reminding us, you know, this is where we're We're here to remember. remember. We're here to remember. Yes. Something that fills me up. (laughs) Yes. Something that fills me up more than anything ever is that when I, I have this moment, Julia, where I begin teaching this class and I get to say, I'm not teaching you a darn thing. You already know it. We're just waking things up. Exactly. Yeah. And isn't that fun? Great. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it takes the pressure off me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but it's true. We already we came mm-hmm. in this way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We came in forgetting. We knew that was part of the game. Yeah. To not remember anything. And but the, one of the objectives of the game is to remember. Remember who we are. Remember it's a game. Remember that we created the game. Yes. <laughs> Mind blown. Exactly. And that's where we're at. We're at that phase of we're starting to realize it's a game. We're realizing that we're, you know, who we are and and we're it's now coming in. Oh my gosh, we're great. We're creator beings. Did we create this? And we can create so much more. We can create everything. So that's where we're at. That is so cool. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Julia, what's your favorite thing about your life? (laughs) My favorite thing about my life, that I get to be me, that I get to be, you know, I don't have to worry about what I say or do, or, you know, I get to be on shows like this. I get the work that I do is the work that I love. And so I feel like I'm in alignment with all areas. Yeah. So I guess it's that. I just, yeah. And I just keep listening. Yeah. I just have, what else can I do? What else? I, I'm trying new things just to see, just to see what can I do? You mm-hmm. know, you know, it's, that's fun. That's spreading wings time. Yes. If you could write yourself, I'm going to think of another question. If you could write yourself a secret letter and oh. give it to another layer of you, tuck it away. Mm-hmm. What would that secret letter be? What what time period or age is this Let's other layer? See. Jesus time. Jesus, you oh, are one of yeah, Jesus time. Hmm. Okay. I guess it would be along let's see. What's coming in is just remember. Yeah, Jesus, he's here teaching, showing the way. Just remember everything he's giving you. Remember everything he's showing you. Because you will, you can carry that forward, and you can use it in many other 
times and places. And yeah, because and that's what I feel like. It's so funny because I compare that a lot. So this is what Jesus was doing. He was just showing us the way. And that's what I feel like we're doing when we do these shows. When we do, we're just helping other people. We live by example. We teach by example. You know, and we're you just live your truth. That shows other people how to do it. And that's what Jesus was doing. So I feel Absolutely. like bringing that through. Yeah, we're way showers. We turn the flashlight on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't do the steps for you, but I'm happy to. I'm doing my own steps. <laughs> you know, the best I may we can. One step, one, I may, I'm probably right there next to you, but I might just, yeah. you know, not much. Okay, but, you know, I'm happy to hold that flight. <laughs> yeah, same, same. And let's see, I wanted to also pick your brain about extraterrestrials. Okay. Our brothers? Yeah, our brothers, our sisters. I sure mm-hmm. love them. <laughs> well, now you know how I feel. Uh, when, when were you first aware of your partnership with them? When, when mom was doing the work with them, it was after that. That's when they became, I mean, I've always believed in them. That was not the issue. But knowing the association, that came later. Just knowing that, let's see, how do I word this? I mean, because through sessions, I've had sessions where I had ET lives or I saw some different things. I had dreams. But there was the thing that really probably solidified everything. I mean, these sessions were a big deal. But there's a twinkling star out there. I don't know if you've if you've seen that star. But it twinkles. When you look at it, it doesn't look like a star. It doesn't twinkle the way stars do. It has other colors in it. And someone was, one night in England, actually, and they're like, look at that star. Does that look, you know, like, a, does that look normal? And I'm looking at it for, like, it's a star. And then I look close, and I'm like, wait a minute. That doesn't, that looks different. And so we got a, a Zoom camera. We got this really high-caliber camera, put it on it, zoomed it in, and uh, then took it back inside and put it on the computer. And it it is so a craft. <laughs> it looks just like a craft. And so I'm in the other room now doing just chores and stuff, and I'm like, what, what is going on here? You know, because I have what we thought was the phenomenon. Okay, they come, they take you, whatever, you have missing time. You, and I'm like, okay, I'm looking at the clocks. No, I don't, I'm not seeing missing time. I'm, I'm able to establish what's going on here. And so I, I start, I tap into them. I'm just talking to them. I don't know where that came from, but I'm just like, okay, so what, what, is, what are you? And they're like, we're here, we're your guardians, we're here, you know? And I'm like, well, are you gonna be there when I come back out? And it's like, yeah, we're always here. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And then I think that's when I, they said, yeah, we, we've been here forever. And I'm like, okay, so, and I, so it was that feeling, it was just a feeling and, and sure. And so I look out there all the time, they're always out there. Now there was another time, then I was with a group of people and I'm showing them, I'm like, look at that star up there. You know, I'm like, it's actually this. And when I was doing that, all of a sudden I got this download. It was like, I don't remember if it was just showed me a picture or how I knew it, but it was like, I'm on that V, I'm on that craft, watching <laughs> looking at you, <laughs> looking at me. And I'm like, what just happened? You went, I mean, I'm like, but that's when it went clink, clink, pieces in place. <laughs> Could you tell those people that? Could Did you tell yeah. them? Yeah. Good. Yeah. And they were like, makes so much sense, you know, and it does. But I'm like, oh, my gosh. But that's why it was so. So you were on the craft looking at yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they were showing me. Now, I'm probably another being, but yes. that's another part of myself. Yes. It's like that. 
I'm on that craft as an extraterrestrial. Yes. Watching me. That's a fear. facet of you. Exactly. Yeah. That's when it is like, in the way I describe it, it's kind of like, I don't know if there's a, someone else described this as, you know, when you do those old, maybe it's a safe. I keep seeing that. It's where you, where you have those pieces that lock into place. They go, they click and they clunk and then it can open. And that's yes. what it feels like. It's like piece fell into place. Boom. And it was like something happened. That's when I knew. I just, these are, this is family. And when people call them these names, I'm just like, no, it's, these are family. These, they are, what they're always saying to me is, you are us and we are you. People must know that. You are us and we are you. Mm-hmm. There is no other. No. <laughs> and so that term alien just. just yeah, it doesn't work. No. <laughs> it's fingernails on chalkboard. Yeah, it's not right. <laughs> I hear them use the term ultra-terrestrial a lot. Ooh, I like that. Yes, that comes out of my mouth a lot because they're pulling themselves up to almost like an angelic frequency. Mm-hmm. It's helpful to me, but yeah, no alien. No. Mm-mm. Oh, Julia, this has just <laughs> my week. Thank you. You oh, are thank you. And I'm so happy that... The Angel Talk audience got to spend some time with you. Well, thank you so much for inviting me and allowing me to be here on this very momentous occasion. <laughs> yes. I mean, Julia, I got to say that I don't finish much in my life. I'm I'm a dabbler. And so to get to 100 episodes, I mean, that's pretty huge for me. And so for thank you to you. be here to help me celebrate, thank you. It's a big oh, deal. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. My pleasure, my honor. <laughs> How can people get a hold of you? Okay, I have a website, juliacannon.com. Also, support at juliacannon.com will get, that's where you can send messages. Perfect, perfect. And you know, my loves, you can get a hold of me on social media, Facebook at Rachel Corpus Angel Communicator. And of course, my website, rachelcorpus.com. And I'd like you to just take a moment to open your heart and your mind and just hear all of us say, you are loved and I love you and we'll see you next time. You've been listening to Angel Talk with Rachel Corpus. To learn more or to contact Rachel, visit rachelcorpus.com. I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.